Hi, you're listening to the Love and Lighten the Fuck Up podcast and I'm your host, Keon. The aim of this podcast is to share stories, provide bullshit-free tips, practical info, a whole lot of fun and support to help you in your life and business. Whilst I respect and take very seriously a lot of information that's out there, I also want to encourage people to spread their own wings and try new things out, tweak old things and mix things up. I want to instill confidence in you and get you to really believe that there's no right or wrong if you're following your truth. I came to the realisation that our only purpose in life is to be our true selves, and it's my mission now to create a movement where we support and encourage each other to come out of our shells and flaunt, celebrate and respect each other's differences. Each of us has a unique and specific role to play in this world, and we can only fulfil that role if we're being our true selves. So we'll talk about life, love, spirituality and entrepreneurship. I'll add some fun and the occasional special guest to get us going. If you've got any particular topics or questions you'd like me to cover, feel free to email me at hi at hashtag ifly.com. If you love what you hear, feel free to share and add the podcast to your favourites. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at hashtag ifly or check out the website. I'll leave all the links in the show notes below. Now let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to Love and Lighten the Fuck Up and today's episode I have the beautiful Mishy Matthews with me. Mishy and I did an um, online course together and it's really funny how our paths and our lives have sort of been um, running in a similar sort of context and I'm really excited to talk to Mishy because she's now um, just about to, well not just about to, she started to um, embark on her new adventure, her, her new life. So without further ado, hello Mishy. Hi, Kian. I'm so happy to, to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming. I'm so excited. This is, me um, too. This is so amazing for people to hear your story. Um, now, how do we start this? So do you want to start? I, so Mishi, as I said, is just about to, um, to move to Costa Rica. I didn't say that, but she is about to. Um, do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself, like where you started and what you do and then where you're off to now? Yeah, so right now, I well, previously, I was actually working full-time in an office mm-hmm. in a corporate job and had, you know, but had been working on my business and my real love, my real passion is energy healing. And so I, I refer to myself as an energy alchemist and a life purpose doula because um, I know that a lot of people are blocked mm-hmm. by by energetic blockages and subconscious limiting beliefs that are really just holding them back. And so what I do is help people remove those energetic blocks and those limiting beliefs so they can really birth their purpose wow. and live their purpose yeah. in the in this world. 
That's amazing. Can I just quickly, um, I just want to give everybody a little bit of a background though. It wasn't easy for you to come out and start that business either, was it? Like to, to actually know what it is you do to put yourself out there as this confidently. No, it was not easy at all. Um, you know, I, I, I was like a closet woo person, you know, you know, working in this corporate nine to five type of environment every day. And, you know, people didn't really, they didn't get that. So I would not even talk about that kind of stuff around them. Yes. Um, yeah. And also, I think, you know, we get we get caught up in these titles and these jobs because if we think that they're stable. Right. Yes. We think that if we get a regular paycheck from someone else, that it is, in fact, regular and stable. But the fact is that that paycheck can go away at any moment. And so instead of relying on someone else, now we have to rely on ourselves. And that can be really scary to go out there and, and step into that, that role to do what we came here to do. Yes, yes. And isn't it funny how when we are working for the man and you know waiting <laughs> for that regular paycheck, we actually, we're not really happy either with our lives. It's we're always oh. yearning for something else, something more. We know there's something out there that we're meant to be doing, but we still, I always say we still um, opt to stick to the comfort, the comfort of our discomfort because it's routine and, and people are afraid of the unknown. So um, with that, tell, tell us about um, how you've just taken the plunge. I, I mean, I, I love this story. <laughs> so... My husband and I, I would say probably about four, maybe, no, it wasn't that long ago. Three years ago, mm -hmm. we, we went to Costa Rica. Yep. He had been there many times before, and he wanted to see if I liked it. And so I was like, yeah, okay, let's go. And we went, and literally I got off the plane. My mm -hmm. feet touched the ground, and I took a breath and I was wow. like, oh, my God, like I felt like I was home and I had never been there before. Wow. And, you know, normally when you're like you're kind of engrossed in this nine to five corporate job, it would take me a while to decompress on vacation. It could take me two or three days. And then by then your vacation's half over. Right. Yeah. But. Yeah. When we landed there, it was completely different. And I was like, oh, my God, I love it here. And then that was the start of, I think, the, the next trip after that was about six months later. And we were like, okay, we're going to look for some land. Yeah. And then we went, we found some land, and we bought the land. And then it was like, okay, well, maybe we could see ourselves doing this three to five years out. My husband even said as much as like seven years out. And I was like, no, like my soul, my soul was like screaming, no, no, you know, because yeah. all I, like I could think of is just going back to my job and, and sitting at a desk. And, and like you said, it's like, there's that underlying feeling like, like your higher self is just yes. like screaming at you. Come on, come on, you can do it. And we're sitting there going, 
no, but it's so comfortable and cozy in here, <laughs> even though, like, it's not really that comfortable. Yeah. Um, so we initially, it was going to be like maybe five years, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kept telling my husband, I can't wait that long. Like, it, ha- it can't be any longer than three and then, like we kept, we kept we kept going back on trips, and we kept meeting amazing people. And then, um, last year, last March, we went on a retreat there, yeah. and we worked with a shaman there, and he changed our lives. Like, wow. it, it was incredible. And we started going on on retreats of his in Colombia. Yeah, and. Uh, we went on a retreat with him last August to Columbia. And when we got back from that trip, we were like, okay, we got to really clean out our house. We got to get it up on the market. And that's just what we did. We just kept taking steps. We put the house on the market. I think it was last November. And then we went on another trip in March of this past year to Columbia again to, and we worked with the shaman again and, and we were telling him, we his name is Taitawanito, and we were like, Taitawanito, we really, we're ready, you're ready to move to Costa Rica. Yeah. And so our house, and he, you know, we were doing this special ceremony, and he said, you know, he, he said, show me a picture of the house. So uh, we showed him a picture of our house. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm going to make some fresh, special prayers during the ceremony tonight. And he did that, and the next morning, we woke up to an offer. Oh, my God, I got chills. (laughs) (laughs) And the morning after that, we woke up to a second offer. It was like, wow, okay, everything's like, this is really meant to be. It's just like, and then from there, like, just everything started falling into place that needed to happen to make this happen quickly. And here we are, and we're flying out next Wednesday. Oh, that's I've got goosebumps all over my body. It's so amazing. I've got heaps of <laughs> heaps of questions because I want to share with people that it's actually even though um, the steps, you know, things start falling into place, it's still not void of fear and self doubt, is it? Like, um... oh my God, no, <laughs> no. So I mean, sorry. we came back. And, and, um, I was like, okay, we have an offer on the house, but I couldn't tell my employer yet because the financing for our buyers wasn't, Mm -hmm. it wasn't um, complete. Right. And so I didn't want to go in and quit my job and then have something fall through. And, you know, um, and so we, we were kind of holding out for that. And then it finally happened and like, now everything about the job wasn't bad, right? Like I loved the people. Yeah. I loved the, like the, like the interactions that I would have with, with these people. They're really good people. And so it was really hard for me to leave there. And it was really hard for me to give up this like good paycheck with health benefits and, yeah. and all that stuff. And, and then you're like, you know, in order to make this move happen, we had already started cleaning out our house, but, you know, we're only taking like a third of the furniture that we had. Mm-hmm. And um, my husband is a land use planner and an attorney as well. So he he travels 
from house to house with boxes of papers. <laughs> and I know you used you were in a you were an yes. attorney practicing attorney, so I'm sure you know what that's like. Yeah. And so we finally like I think he he said he ended up getting rid of eighty bo- bankers boxes wow. of paper. And so just like all the stuff that we had to release and some of it is like the material. It's interesting because the material stuff from the house, I wasn't like upset about. I wasn't like I had to sell my my favorite car, my little mini, my cute little mini. And I wasn't like maybe I cried a little bit (laughs) when I when (laughs) when the car left the driveway. I'm not going to lie, but. You know, like the next day I was over it and here we are, we're sharing one, we're down to one car now and that's fine. We've been making do and now we're, you know, we went from this pretty big size house to like a 400 square foot apartment at the moment. Yes. And now, and we're like just going from transition to transition. And so, yeah, it's not easy, but we know that it's what what we're supposed to be doing. We're listening to our heart and we're listening to what the messages are that are presenting to us and, and going with that instead of like this programming of no, you're supposed to live your life this way, you know, live out your life, go to a job that you don't necessarily love every day, collect a paycheck and then go into retirement and then maybe enjoy a few years of your retirement. Isn't that, that's a death trap. Like, you know, I I mean, my whole life was geared towards that as well. And um, it wasn't until, you know, probably around the same time as you that um, I dared to even speak out loud what it was that I really wanted. So, um, you know, I was, had my own business with my husband um we made lots of money we had um staff we everybody was reliant on this business and um Mm. you know it was like i got to a stage where i was like oh i just need to get out of this it's killing me and we went over to france and my husband really wants to go and do his phd over there and I was like, when I went, I was like, oh my God, I could live here. Same as you with um, Costa Rica, sort of, mm-hmm. this is home, baby. And um, <laughs> and when we got back, like so many things had happened over there. But when I got back, I actually said out loud um, to my family at a, at a family do, oh yeah, we're going to sell everything and move to France. Like I was just testing them. And, uh-huh. you know, my mum was pretty good about it. Dad was like his usual self and other people around were like oh that's you're so lucky um and then I was like from there it was like I would just say it every now and again to get people prepared um so we're still (laughs) but then you know things fell into um place just like with you I mean I'm not there yet but we will get there I know it 100% but I've totally changed my life um Mm -hmm. But yeah, talk to me about um, what people around you, how you coped with, you know, um, family or friends or um, um, colleagues and stuff like that. You know, everybody, I think one of the biggest fears for people to get out and do what they really want or get out and um, say, I'm an energy healer or I'm a psychic or I'm a medium they always worry about what other people think. So can you talk to us about how you dealt with that and what, you know, what came up for you and how, how you, yeah. What, what, what did you do to 
help yourself get through those things? How I dealt with coming out as an energy healer? Yeah, and also, you know, telling people we're, you know, we're saying fuck it to this life and we're going to move to Costa Rica, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah, I think... um, as far as coming out as the energy healer, you it's something that I have to own every day. It, but more and more people are waking up to it and, and waking up to different ways of healing. And they're interested in it. They're hungry for it. And, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that people need the medicine that you have, right? Yes. So there's someone out there that is waiting for you right now to share the medicine that you came here to share. And so I really had to start looking at it as a duty, Mm -hmm. like it's a sacred duty, and I agreed to it, you know? Um, And as far as like coming out and saying we're moving to Costa Rica, I can't tell you, I mean, so many people have been so supportive and they get excited about it when we tell them. And it's interesting to watch Mm. the look on people's faces because you can see, if you watch closely, you can see like this little spark that happens in their eyes that's like, oh, wow. You mean I don't have, like, it's almost like their soul is understanding that you mean I, w- I, I don't have to live my life exactly like this? If I didn't want to, like I could just sell everything and move to Costa Rica too if I wanted to. Yes, and it's yeah. kind of like you, you get to witness. It's, a, it's such a gift because mm-hmm. you get to witness like almost like a little bit of a waking yes, up in yeah. someone that it's possible that we don't have to live in this this matrix reality that, we have been so programmed into Mm, yes yes you've brought up some things that i'd love to touch on so um just with the the part about you know it's your duty it's our duty and um i came to that realization myself because you know i was also a closet woo we've walked that Mm -hmm. path together i still am i am i still am to a degree but um I'm, i'm getting much better at it but um what what made me sort of get onto this path and then to start this podcast and to talk to people like you and open it up was that I realized or you know I was shown by the universe that um, so I always use this analogy now that the universe and everybody in it is part of this massive jigsaw puzzle and each person so every single person that's in the world has to find their place in that puzzle and we Mm. we can't find that place if we're not living our truth so you know you know that your work at the moment is energy it might change down the track as you evolve keep evolving as you keep living your truth but imagine if you didn't didn't follow that path you'd be trying to shove yourself in a piece of the puzzle that didn't fit for you and how uncomfortable does that feel yeah. I, I mean, when you're when you're talking and when you shared that analogy, I just got huge chills because it's so true. Yes. And yeah, I would still be sitting at my desk looking out the window daydreaming of <laughs> what I could be doing. And doesn't that also um, 
point out how important it is that everybody like it what it does is it um dissolves it dissolves all competition and jealousy and and things like that when you come to that awareness that I can only do what I can do. I'm here to do what I'm here to do. And Mishy's here to do what she's here to do. And, you know, Joe down the road's here to do what he's... Like, I'm here to do my stuff, but I'm also here to help you be the real you too and follow your yeah. truth. And when when we can do that, when everybody can find that truth... I mean, doesn't it excite you? Like I got excited. I was like, oh my God, we can actually have world peace if everybody does this. It's that simple. Yes, it's that simple. And I think the other area where people get caught up, and I know I have done this too, is that they, and I don't know about you, but I'm in a lot of groups where I'm surrounded by other people who do energy healing because like I just, kind of gravitate to that crowd but in in that in being in those groups sometimes you start to feel like oh my gosh everyone is doing the same thing yes and and then you start to feel like oh well I'm not good enough or someone else is already doing this and so why should I bother and the point of the matter is is that even if someone else is doing what looks like or may seem like the exact the same thing as you no one can do it in the way that you're going to do it and that the way that you are going to be able to present it to someone and allow the energy to flow through you because in your and and you are going to attract completely different people than that other person that may or may not be doing something similar you know yes yes i totally agree because um in a lot of the excuse me <clears throat> in a lot of the online communities we do seem to gravitate towards each other and it seems like it's a really small world and we don't realize how big the world really is and um and there is a lot of competition and there's a lot of self-doubt that percolates around there and, and people give up and that's one thing that you know i really want to try and um change with with doing sharing this podcast is don't give up and you know don't look at it in a way that it's um there's too many i I actually told somebody um the other day when i first started my law firm we went to an area where there was it was all full of lawyers and another lady wanted to um come and work with me like as a um, a partner in a different type of business, another legal business, but aside from my one. And she said, I'm not going to do it because you're too close to other lawyers, like the office space. And I was like, but that's perfect because we all share. Like if I can't do something, I actually send somebody to my neighbor that I know can do it. Do you know what I mean? And right. All, yeah. all of the businesses did really well and we all worked really well. And what better place to be? Like somebody's walking down the street. They go to, say, for example, one office block and there's 20 law firms in there. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine if you were the law firm that was out in the middle of nowhere. At least, right. <laughs> at least they're gravitating towards that one place and they can go and get a feel for who's around and who's right for them. Right. Yeah, totally. 
anyway, I think I've cracked on enough about that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what else can we talk about here? Is there something that um, I feel like there's something else we need to really talk about um, in relation to? Because I'd really like to um, hone in more about the business side of stuff as well. Um, because I feel like a lot of people that listen to this are also trying to create a business um, from their woo side. And um, both of us have tried to do that and are doing that um, still. And it's it's a very difficult road, but it's one that pays off as well. So do you want to talk about your experiences in relation to um, like where you started because your your business didn't actually start as a woo business, did it? No. Um, geez, way back when I started out teaching yoga mm-hmm. and that was like, well, actually even before that I was, I, I was attuned to Reiki. So that was like my first step into energy healing and then like I just would keep taking different classes and learning more and then my business really started as a um as teaching yoga and then um and then I went and got licensed as a massage therapist and then it was like okay now I'm I can teach yoga and massage and and I do reiki and energy healing and then I got certified as a coach Mm -hmm. and and then I was confused because I was like, how do I, how do I like offer this to people and kind of bring it all together into a cohesive whole that makes sense, yeah. right? And then, um, and then I really started diving into and training um, with uh, one of my teachers uh, who, do, who teaches uh, chakra assessments. Yep. And that was when it kind of all clicked for me because uh, I started doing these chakra assessments and, and and reading the energy. And then I was like, oh, okay, I can like start off with, with the assessments and then we can go into whatever they need like coaching around. And then I would wrap it up with energy healing, right? So mm. that's – and that felt really good. Um and I'm sorry. What was the? <laughs> I think I got off. I no, think I got off track there a little. No, no, that's that's really good. But so we were talking about um, just the path to get sort of, I suppose, um, come out of the woo closet with your business. So it's been yeah. been one where you've, um, you know, you started off here, you went to that, you went to that, you went to that. But was there a point in there where? Um, I mean, it's frustrating and it's um, um, like you want to walk away and stuff like that. Like, talk about that side of things and what made you keep going. Mm. Or, yeah, or I, was that not a reality for you? Because if it's oh, not, yeah, I'd love to course. know. <laughs> I mean, every day, I think I think as an entrepreneur, we all have those days when we're like. Should I keep, should I just throw in the towel Mm. or, but I think on those days, (laughs) the, the voice in that, that higher self voice comes back in and she's like, you know, you're not going to be happy doing anything else, sweetie. So, (laughs) you know, 
just get over yourself here, <laughs> yeah. you know? And um, I, I think what really keeps me going is just that feeling inside that if I was doing anything else, it, that wouldn't be what I came here to do. And so what, what's the point yes. really? Yes. Um, I, I just know I have this calling and I feel it in my in my bones you know and yes. when I'm not doing it things don't feel right yes yes do you think that um what would you term that feeling like how would you um how would you put people like us because I'm I'm similar exactly the same not similar exactly the same how mm -hmm. would you um, what term would you use to describe us to describe us like the, in business? Yeah, as like um, what type of entrepreneurs? Because I use the word, um, the term spiritual entrepreneurs and there's light workers and stuff like that. What is there, I'm really curious to know, is there a term um, that would describe entrepreneurs like us that you... Yeah, I, I refer to, to people like us as soulful entrepreneurs mm. and... And light workers. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I think, um, like, when I when people ask me who I work with, I tell them that I, I work with soulful entrepreneurs and healers and light workers. And I think that um, there's a there's a lot of people out there that they don't even realize that they're healers yet. Like they're just waking up yes. to that. Um, and so. I think soulful entrepreneurs is a nice term, but then I, I also, yeah, mm. I like, I like that. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. So, um, I love where our conversation's gone and I really want to once again, sort of just highlight the fact that, um, Mishy, like myself, we're just everyday people had corporate jobs, um, you know, but there was this bubbling inside and we just kept persisting with it. You sort of, it's funny because um, I had this joke, well, we, you know, I think it was one of the um, top mediums, either John Holland or John Edward. They said that when that side of you wakes up, so, you know, the, the healer or the psychic or the medium, whatever it is, the spiritual side, it's like being in the mafia and um, <laughs> you can never walk away. You can never go, hey, boss, I want to leave the family <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's never going to happen, is it? Like how many times have you said, I'm not going to do this anymore because of the frustration of it not seeming like it's moving or getting anywhere? And um, and then wanting to sort of give up, and then you just can't. So that that's one thing that I really want to keep highlighting with people is just don't give up, and um, you know take Mishi as a, a really good example of um, just saying fuck it to to everyday societal um, views of how life should be lived, and follow your heart. Um, I mean, you said that you had to sell things that. Um, materialistic things when you went through that whole process 
Did you come to the realisation of how much shit we actually accumulate that we don't ever use or need and we carry around forever? Like, talk about that side of things too. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, oh, my God. My husband and I would joke because we would have, like, bags of paper or bags of old clothes and he would pick it up and put it over his shoulder and and he'd be like, oh, we're carrying... This is what we're carrying around, you know, and yeah. it is. We yes. just carry, we, we, we have the space, so then we fill the space, and then we have to keep going back to the job that we don't love so that we can get a check to keep paying <laughs> for the stuff that we're buying to fill all this space. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why are we doing that? It's such a silly thing that that we humans do, right? And and yes. yeah, the stuff. Oh my god! And it's you know, some of it was painful to let go of, and you just kind of have to surrender. Like, and I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm still. <laughs> I had stocked up. My thing is like toiletries. Yeah, like like shampoo and face cream and when you we had to ship some of our stuff in a in a um, container yeah and they don't allow you to ship any toiletries in the container um no supplements and uh i am really kind of attached i'm not gonna lie to my (laughs) my green powders and my my special curly girl shampoo <laughs> and, and so i'm like i'm like trying to pack all these things in my suitcases and um my husband i told him i was like honey my my suit i'm just warning you right now like my suitcases are super heavy <laughs> and he went to pick them up to bring them downstairs and he'd like I, I swear, if daggers could come out of his eyes, like, I would not be here talking to you right now. And I'm like, he goes, this is ridiculous. And so I'm still sending some of that stuff home, but it's just kind of like, okay, it's just kind of like keep peeling back the layers and, yes. and surrender to it. And, and it's all going to be good. And, and really, if you trust and you just allow the, the universe to provide then it does, yes. you know, but it's when we, it's when we push and we fight up against it, that everything starts to feel so hard. And, you know, I, I mean, that's, that's like my everyday practice, right? Is surrender and like really learning how to truly surrender because mm. even in our regular moments, right? Like we're going to have some rough days. We're going to have some rough times, but when when things are going wrong and you start to tighten up and get angry and stuff that that just makes your circumstances worse yes so you have to just keep practicing letting go yes and, and i that sorry i always say that those emotions like the anger and the frustration and stuff like that are an indicator that you're not looking at a truth that you're, mm. you're ignoring a truth that's dying for you to look at it and make some changes. Um, that That's what sort of I've experienced as I've gone on every time I've been angry or frustrated or um, down in the dumps. It's because I'm not facing something and I'm not making changes. So um, when I look at that honestly or have somebody that 
because you know we we can't always be objective with ourselves um so you know i've worked with a lot of people over the years to help me see those things as well um and the other thing i just in in you talking um the funny thing is that as society teaches us to keep consuming and buy more and the more money you make you know the more debt you go into to buy more 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 to create more wealth whatever but when you really hit that truth of who you are um less is more and it's so Mm -hmm. isn't it that cliche like everything is like the less the less i have the happier i am and the simpler things are the happy i am so um totally yeah yeah it's funny how we we sort of get bogged down under all the materialistic possessions and um the money (laughs) which we haven't we haven't actually um we haven't said that word yet but um a lot of it also has to do with um with our relationship with money but um that's a whole another kettle of fish and we've already been talking for (laughs) for over um 30 minutes so i wanted to ask you if people want to find you and um to follow your journeys and your adventures how can they find you and follow you on social media yeah they can well first they can find me at my website bewellbymichelle.com or they can find me at facebook.com forward slash i am michi matthews beautiful and i'll put links to um michi's sites below um once i figure out how to do that there'll definitely be links below and you can um you can go and follow her and like her and um and learn from her and um, hopefully you can also get a little bit of a boost in your motivation and your your steps to live your truth and, and go and say fuck it to society's ways and create your own path. Thank you, my love. I um, Thank you. I can't wait to follow your adventures myself. Thank you for having me. You're beautiful. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Love and Lighten the Fuck Up, and we will talk again soon. Bye. And that's this week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you love what you've heard, I'd really appreciate it if you'd subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next week, I'm sending you lots of love, and don't forget to lighten the fuck up.